Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, you gorgeous older and wider listeners. Thank you very, very much for sticking with us. This isn't easy because we've been promising for weeks now to bring you a podcast via Zoom, uh, which is very newfangled. Well, we had a go last night. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, you're all most welcome. It was an absolute disaster. Um, The sound quality was dreadful and it would have driven you mad. So we're going back to plan B, which is creating, (laughs) creating a podcast via our mobile phones on a question and answer basis. So this is Jenny in Camberwell, and I'm now going to hand over to Judith in Oxfordshire. Hello, Judith. I miss your face. I miss your pat lunches. Um, and I'd like to ask you a question. And that question is, you know, like your hypochondria is off the scale in normal times. How are you doing now? Hello, Jenny. Hello, gang. How nice to hear you, Jenny. Yes, last night was a bit of a bloody disaster, wasn't it? Oh, and we were tired and we were waiting for our coleslaw and oh, no, it didn't work. Anyway, so here we are, bright and early, lipsil on and um, right, your question, your first question to me about my hypochondria, which, yes, as we know, is normally off the scale. Mind you, you're pretty close. Um, well... Everything else apart from the coronavirus issues does seem to have gone away. So, for instance, my dry eye syndrome, which was really getting me down, which obviously got from you. I'm only joking. And I know it's not contagious. That was really getting me down before, you know, it came along. And um, I've completely forgotten about it now. I'm really okay. I don't put a bit of few drops in, but otherwise I'm fine. And the trouble is that obviously as a dedicated and rather conscientious hypochondriac, this virus has, yeah, well, it has proved to be quite time consuming, really. Just to give you an idea, I've kind of had it, in inverted commas, <laughs> three times so far. Once it came over me, like, well, just like a kind of flash, really. I was just listening to Graham Norton in the greenhouse, putting out bits and pieces. And it was like somebody had kind of knocked me over the head with a sledgehammer. Suddenly got, you know, a terrible headache, hot flushes, Felt a bit sick as well because I'd noticed that was a new one on the on the kind of list of, of symptoms. So as a result of that, I rushed round for about an hour, completely panic stricken, saying to my right, you've got to listen, listen carefully, listen carefully. You know, this is where this is where my medication is. This is where the paracetamol is. I'm writing him lists about, you know, please make sure you do this and and I would like this when I'm ill and put it put you know, put the food out by the door, all that crap. And then, uh, yeah, it sort of subsided and, well, it was all right. Second time, I thought, do you know what? What I'm going to do now that I've got symptom one, two and three is I'm going to have a kind of hospital bag by the front door, like we did when we were all expected to go into hospital to have babies, except it won't be like that at all. And so I put in my iPad and a bit of perfume and, you know, bits and pieces from my wash bag. I thought, yeah, I'll have them all there ready. 
I'd probably have forgotten them, wouldn't I? And anyway, for God's sake, I'd have been beyond ill and beyond using them. But that made me feel better. Third time, which was last Saturday. Yeah, um, I felt really sick and terrible headache again. So I thought, right, OK, this is this really is it now. This, this really is it. And a little tiny bit of a temperature. And as a result of that one, and as I'm saying this, I do think it's quite worrying, isn't it? I set up a sort of field hospital because I've been talking to my friend Anna, who's had it and she's 51 and she's very, very fit. She's OK. She's out the other end now. But, you know, for five days, she was too weak to come downstairs. So I thought, oh, right. OK, I've got it. So there was a bucket washed ready in case I couldn't make it to the loo. It was a sick bowl. Um, there was lemons. I thought maybe lemons and honey and lemon, uh, jars of honey and a, and a kettle out of the, the garage, which we never used, all on a hostess trolley that I was re-upcycling all by uh, my bed in the bedroom. So I've now got a bag by the door and I've got my field hospital and shit. Do you think I need help, Jenny? I might do. Uh, that's that. So my first question to you, now that I've downloaded and got all that off my chest, is how's the daily art project go that you're going that you set yourself? Um, so have you got all these lovely artworks that you're doing pinned up all over the house? Tell us all. Oh, yes, my art. Well, my art is meant to keep me calm because, as you said, I do suffer from hypochondria as well. But mine is more a kind of hysteria and mentalness about fear and anxiety and all that sort of thing. So the art is meant to be therapy for that. Mm, not quite working because I'm still sometimes consumed by panic and I really, really hate going shopping. But, um, oh, yeah, one more thing about health, right, before I move on to the art. Um, I got my appointment. I got an invitation. It comes like as an invitation to a screening. And I thought, oh, maybe when this is all over, I've been invited to the BAFTA uh, for a film screening or something. But no, I've got my invitation to a bowel screening. I'm not going to say event because I don't think it is going to be much of an event because it's a DIY thing. Apparently, I'm going to get a kit in two weeks. Well, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? I might be phoning you for advice. Apparently, my sister used an old Tupperware. Anyway, we'll discuss that another time. Um, and in fact, I don't think they're doing bowel screenings at the moment because uh, the NHS have got enough on their hands. Uh, and I'm trying to keep myself busy and sane by every day I take myself to the kitchen table and I do an hour of um, crafts and creating and just mucking about with paints and paper and uh, scissors and, oh, I found a Pritt stick. Uh, I do love a bit of sticking and cutting and gluing. And, of course, I've made a rod for my own back because I decided I'd put them up every day on Twitter. And now it's uh, <laughs> it's sort of... I feel like I have to do this, but it's good for me as well because when I do it, I listen to something on either Audible or Sounds and I really take myself away from it. And, um, yeah, I, I'm very pleased with some of the results and... Uh, you can really tell whether people like them or not because on Twitter I either get loads of likes or absolutely they get absolutely ignored, which kind of makes me laugh. And I think, and then I get all upset and I think, no, Jenny, this is for your mental health and not you're not having an exhibition here. Um, I am going to now. Oh, yeah. What about you, sort of arts and crafting, or are you um, concentrating all your creative juices into? Um, Doing up the summer house, Judith. Tell us where you are with the summer house. Ah, Jenny, well, welcome to the Bowel Screening Club. 
I think you have to be over 60 and obviously you've just got in. Well, it is quite something, actually. I feel going into the details of it might be just a, a bit sharing too much information. However, let's just say I've got it down to a fine art. But what I would say is post it immediately when you've done it, because I made the horrible mistake once of putting it in the glove compartment. I think I, think I was going to post it somewhere and then somebody was going to get in the car. And then obviously I thought I had posted it. So that was quite an unpleasant thing to find in the car. Just saying. Uh, as for your art, well, do you know what? I don't think it's just mucking about. I think you're really doing some lovely stuff. And I beg to differ on the exhibition front because I think we're all going to want a bit of a look at all of these things all together. What I don't know is how big they are and where they are. I mean, I've got this visual sort of um, thing of are they, are they stuck up all around your living room? Bet they're not. Jeff wouldn't let you do that, would he? But anyway, I think they're jolly good. They are good. They're bloody good. Well done. I nearly said well done you, which we, as we, as we both know, is the kind of thing that everyone says to old people because they don't know what else to say. So um, you asked me about my summer house, didn't you? And my arts and crafts. Yeah, well, at the moment, I haven't really done any painting because, as you say, I'm doing the summer house up. Well, it's been like a kind of massive blue peter make. I haven't stopped, Jenny. I have not stopped. I've got my lab coat on, which is my sort of overall thing. I've got my jewellery inspection gloves aforementioned that I sent off for, which have now become my painting gloves. I've got my clipboard. I do actually look kind of really scary and weird, like some doctor doctor that's got lost. Um, but anyway, it's coming on really well. I found a load of paint in the garage, quite sort of muted. So, I'm, so I've done kind of muted pebbly sort of colours. And I found a lovely Fortnum and Mason sort of... Um, you know, that turquoise, that posh turquoise, made a horrible mistake with a can of bright yellow paint, which I've had to redo because that was really off message. But it's taking place really well. And I am about to upcycle a old standard lamp. I thought I'd paint that with the, the old chalky paint. And I also found a an old standard lamp shade, which I thought I might sort of applique or something. So yes, I'm very, very excited about it. And I go down the garden with my mug of coffee and my phone, like you, listen to a bit of Audible, you know, a bit of radio, a bit of news when I can bear it. And I'm lost. I'm lost in this world of re-upcycling, crafting and getting excited about moving in. You see, arts and crafts, they are the lifesaver, aren't they? They really are. So that's me and my summer house. So my next question to you, Jenny, is I am wondering how you are managing without a cleaner, because as I understand it, you've sort of never been without a cleaner. So what is the state of your house? Well, Judith, Jeff and I have had a conversation about uh, the cleanliness of the house and we've decided that as no fuckers coming round, no one can see that we're living in our own ordure. Um let me be honest with you. I did send an email to my old cleaner, Dulcie, who left at Christmas um, to go back to live in, Cor in Portugal. And uh, I needed to ask her how to clean our floors on the ground floor um, because it's rubber. You know that it's a black rubber floor. And I thought there might be a special trick. And there isn't a special trick. She just basically emailed back and said, you get a bucket of hot water and put some flash in it, you silly cow. Uh, oh, she didn't say silly cow because uh, she's more polite than I am. Most people are, I'm finding. Uh, sometimes my temper, my temper gets the better of me. And... Uh, 
I can be very rude. Anyway, so the house is filthy. Um, it's a bit depressing. I've tried some mining. I, I told you that last week. I haven't tried again since. I haven't changed the sheets either since all this. I've got a big pile of white laundry, you know, sheets, all pillowcases, all that sort of stuff. And just before all this happened, I'd found this brilliant laundrette that did the whole lot beautifully, right, and all parceled it up for you. And that, honestly, it makes me weep when I think of that because I, I just can't, I can't do it. Jeff's quite good, um, and I keep sort of leaving the ironing board up in the hope that he'll take the hint, but he's very busy. <laughs> very busy doing absolutely... Fuck all, really. We're doing a lot of titting about. And that titting about really isn't including cleaning. I bet your surfaces are pristine. Tell me about your cleaning and tell me about your gardening. Tell me about your produce. What's going on? Well, Jenny, all I can say is it's a jolly good job I'm not coming to stay. And I hope you're going to have the place bloody fumigated before I do next time. I'm appalled. I am honestly appalled. I'm a little bit surprised. Um, well, no, I'm not that surprised, really. Uh, yes, I could have told you about the flash of the bloody buckets. I should think without any directive from Dulcie or me, you'd have probably got the hose pipe out, knowing you. And yes, I could visualise all the laundry piling up. You see, I'm, we, we are so different, aren't we? It's amazing that we get on, really. Because I've gone the other way. I've gone a bit obsessed with the old surfaces and the cleaning, so much so that I bought some professional sanitizer. God, I really have a pain in the neck, aren't I? I've got some extra duty heavyweight rubber gloves. And I'm doing all the kind of <laughs> busy traffic areas that I heard about on the radio. You know, like the kind of kettle and the radio switch. Oh, you see, lots of people touch that. And the, and the, and the, and the thing into the fridge, you know, the, the knob on the fridge. So, so I've got this little routine going every morning. I've got the bleach and um, actually there's a bit of a problem with the bleach because they'd run out of bleach at Sainsbury's pre-lockdown and I bought this little tub of their sort of bleach tablets that you have to dilute to get to the right consistency. Well, I've never read a label in my life properly and so I kind of guessed, but clearly this stuff that I've got is like absolutely, wow, it's probably deadly. Well, it will be deadly. And one of these days, I'm just dreading that I'm going to pour myself <laughs> some of it instead of a glass of water because I've decanted it into um, a kind of cordial bottle. Mm, I might need to do something about that. Anyway, so I get me extra strong bleach out and all that business and all the work surfaces. It's all very, very pleasing, you see. Hours of fun. Hours and hours of fun. I think you'd call it titting about. Yes, we're both titting about. You're just doing different titting about. Uh, you mentioned your temper. Yeah, well, we both got quite a bad temper, haven't we? Which is, might just explain why we were so good at grumpy old women. Mm, just a clue there. Um, gardening. You asked me about my garden and my produce. Well, yes, I'm very, very busy in the greenhouse at the moment because obviously nothing has been planted out. And I do urge you, if you're doing the old potato trick, which I know various people were asking me about on the email, because, yes, you can use just old potatoes and grow potatoes from them. You just let them kind of go all kind of, um, you know, rooty and springy. Um, but you mustn't put them in until Good Friday. That is the rule because um, you might get a frost. So at the moment, I've got all my seedlings growing and and being nurtured. I've got a radiator on that I've got. I've rigged up in the greenhouse because I'm, I'm bringing them on early. I'm going to have a market garden. I'm going to have so many bloody tomatoes. I shan't know what to do with them. Um, hopefully, I shall see you before then and I shall come armed with my produce. 
So there's that little fragrant picture that I can paint for you of Village Life. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, my next question to you, Jenny. Uh, slovenly eclair is how are you doing with social distancing how are you are you learning the rules have you got the rules are people around you sticking to the rules where are the gray areas and do you think that some of them will sort of stick as we come out the other end well as long as you don't bring your stinking pajamas <laughs> nearly said stinking pajamas i don't know why i meant stinking tomatoes you haven't got stinking pajamas but you will have loads of stinky tomatoes and i can't eat them because i'm allergic so don't bring me those uh bring me anything else oh i don't like green beans either you know those slightly hairy ones i don't like those hope you're not growing those i hope you've got lots of courgettes i do like a courgette Onions, courgettes, potatoes, I could do with. Oh, I did a very good um, celeriac slaw the other day, you know, because I've got this odd box, because I haven't got a garden, Judith, but I have got um, access to this delivery, um, which is all the fruit and veg that uh, the supermarkets won't take. That's why it's called an odd box, because they're all funny shapes and sizes. And um, I get, it's delivered overnight on a Saturday, and I wake up to this box and I don't know what's going to be in it. It's terribly exciting. And I got a great big knobbly celeriac last week. I thought, oh, here we go. Oh, but I did make a lovely slaw. Oh, you would have enjoyed that. Anyway, the question you asked me was uh, social distancing. Well, it's London, isn't it? So it's a bit trickier uh, than the countryside, I presume. But I don't know. You know me, I don't trust the countryside people because they, they like to walk two abreast, don't they, with their dogs and all that. Um, I've gone very single file, um, especially if there's anybody else in the vicinity. I do expect joggers to go into the road. Genuinely, um, I have a bit of a problem. That's where some of my temper is directed to on the afternoon walks because... If another jogger goes flying past me with their sweat flinging up, their beads of disgusting sweat, I understand the need to run if you are that type. But genuinely, it is your responsibility. You are the first one. You have to get out of our way. Them's the rules. Uh, apart from that, I had a slightly tricky time in a small Marks and Spencers the other day because I didn't think social distancing was being properly ad- adhered to. And I gave someone a filthy look and then I realised they were working there. Uh, and then as I came out, this woman came, honestly came right up to me. She said, I think she might have said, didn't you used to be on telly? And she kind of had a phone out as if to say, oh, selfie time. And I went into sort of real kind of... 
overdrive then. Do not approach. I went like that. Uh, Do not approach. So I'm quite, I think, Judith, that the shops that aren't coping very well with the distancing, they need to uh, employ people like you and me, women like you and me, maybe with a, a pet Rottweiler and a stick so that we can really put people at a distance uh, or set the dog on them. Um, talking about nature, and I, I love the sound, your garden does sound, it's going to be beautiful. I mean, you know, I will I'll, I'll enjoy seeing the photos. But did you see that um, bit of video the other day? And it was a village, I think it was in Landudno in Wales, and they had goats, they had goats running around. Did you see that? It was very funny. And then someone took that video and put it to the, um, on the songs from, uh, oh, you know that musical, the sharks and the, that one, you know what I mean, <laughs> the one with the knives and everything, it was really good, oh god, I've really lost it, anyway, have you got goats running around the village, that's my question. Well, so much, so much food for thought here, Jenny. Well, um, what am I growing? No, yeah, I've forgotten about you in the tomatoes uh, allergy. That's a bloody nuisance, isn't it? Because I'm going to have a bit of a glut. But no, okay, won't give you any of those. Hairy beans, you mean runner beans. And funnily enough, funnily you should say that, because up till now, I've always grown runner beans. And... I think last summer, Mike and I realised, actually, they are rather vile, aren't they? And I think the trouble is, when you're growing them, there's there's not just like a few packets, there's like masses of them. So no, for once, I've gone the mange to and sugar snap peas, which is basically just peas and you pick them early, uh, and uh, fine green beans. And I've also got some purple green beans that I've planted as well. So yes, watch this space. Um, oh, do you know what? I, yeah, I'll tell you what, there will be loads of courgettes. There's always loads of courgettes because they are the ones that grow the easiest. They're pretty much indestructible and, um, there's always a glut. So don't worry, there'll be plenty of courgettes. So yes, I'm glad you're very, I'm glad you're, 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 um, I'm glad you're impressed with the garden produce. Social distancing, yeah, well, actually, it must be a hell of a lot more difficult in a town. I haven't been into a town, let alone a city, for ages. I've sort of forgotten what they're like. But even round here, yes, there's a kind of, there's a sort of, oh, you see somebody coming and there's a kind of, oh, like, which way are we going, which way are we going? Definitely step right away. But yes, the joggers are a nuisance because when I'm cycling, there are some people running. And you think, well, there's a lot of droplets going behind them, aren't there? And some, and they don't really move over. So yes, that is very, very annoying. Um, now, on your idea of the Rottweiler and the kind of cadet idea, the crack kind of um, social distancing team that you and I uh, could form, we could, re- you know, I think we'd get quite a lot of gang members that would be interested in joining. Do let us know. I mean, not that we're really going to do this, but you know, um, yeah, what, yeah, and we could extend it, couldn't we, to all sorts of other vile bits of behaviour that have been annoying us for many a year. Um, yeah, you see, I do actually think that, be, that that we could be employed with things like that and and, and be really re- rather motivated. Yeah, bags you not hold the rock fire, mind you. So yes, the social distancing. I wonder whether, I tell you what is so, sort of weird, and I wonder if you're finding this, is because if I watch something on the telly from the old world, as it were, I, and they're kind of acting normally. You think, oh, God, is it there? No, it's too close, too close. Oh, don't do that. Oh, look at the crowded street. Oh, that's not allowed. 
And you say, oh no, it was allowed, wasn't it? Maybe it will be allowed again. It's a very, very strange world we live in at the moment. Uh, the goats. Yes, the goats were very, very diverting. And um, do you know what they kind of reminded me of? And by the way, I've got no idea what you're talking about with that music soundtrack. I don't think you, I don't think you have either. Uh, but what they, what I thought, well, actually, you know, a Charlie Brooker play uh, would start like that, wouldn't it? We'd have goats wandering around a city and then it would be brilliant. And you'd think, well, how did he make that up? And it's kind of happened. Isn't that weird? And it's like that German um, Big Brother thing. Like another one of his things would start, wouldn't it, with them starting the new human race. And you think that is bloody brilliant. And that is what's happening. Truth is stranger than fiction. Oh, I went a little bit philosophical there for a second. Um, so uh, my question to you, my next question to you is, have you managed to get an appointment at Jeff's Salon? West Side Story, Judith, I've just got it. I'm surprised you didn't recognise my tuneful singing. Anyway, that was the musical that I was referring to. Uh, have I got an appointment at Jeff's? Well, sadly, it's a Friday and it's impossible today. Uh, we're hoping to get something booked in for the weekend. Um, but he says it's going to have to be a cancellation, uh, especially now that a bleaching kit has arrived. So I'm going to need a double appointment. And he's just not sure that's going to be possible. Um, oh, yeah. Talking about nature as we were with the goats and all that. Uh, well, I just wanted to say we've got we've got foxes. Well, we've always had foxes, the London fox, but they're just strolling around any time of day now, gone very brazen and not waiting for night time. Oh, no, whatever time they fancy, they're up over your garden wall, shitting on your patio. <sighs> anyway, um, um, before we finish the podcast, we're just going to do a quick roundup of things that have kept us sane this week, either on the telly or things that we're listening to on Audible or Sounds. Um, I'm rather hooked on something very peculiar and it's on Amazon Prime. So apologies if you don't have that. And it's called Project Accessorize. And it is a ripoff of Project Runway. And it's basically people competing to make accessories God, I love it. Um, It's rubbish. It was filmed nine years ago. I don't know why I find it such a comfort. We have also just finished the um, 17 hours of Marion Keyes reading her novel, Grown Ups, uh, which Jeff and I have had at bedtimes to to sort of lull us off into a nice, cosy sleep because it's very comforting. It's very... (sighs) It's, it's sort of from, you know, before all this lovely, lovely big family saga. I probably mentioned it last week, but I do hugely recommend it. OK, Judith, overview uh, for hints, tips, telly stuff, radio stuff. And apparently you've been looking at some emails. I'm going to sign off now um, because I'm very hungry and I don't know which I need first. I don't know whether I need food or the lavatory. Anyway, it's all becoming rather crucial. So uh, I'm signing off. Love to everybody. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Do you know, I can really see Jeff as a sort of really posh hairdresser. I can see him, you know, with that kind of the really important seat by the window um, in some sort of Mayfair salon. Because he's a very natty dresser, your Jeff, isn't he? Very stylish. He's always got very trendy glasses. And um, there's lovely silk handkerchiefs that he wears in his top polish, put top pocket. I think I think there's a job for him there. I think, you know, if it goes well in Jeff's salon, I think there could be a new career for him there. Just, just you know, just an idea. Not that he needs one. 
one. Um, yes, the foxes. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because we've heard some woodpeckers in the garden. Never heard those before. Um, we've got, uh, oh, there's the, there's the rivers and the streams around here. I can already see the bottom of streams that I normally, uh, normally can't see the bottom. Um, pollution, lack of pollution, it's already having a huge effect. Isn't that interesting? Um, and what is keeping me sane? Uh, well, call the midwife the back catalogue. That is my regular go-to uh, four in the morning, can't get back to sleep type thing. And I'm really enjoying it. And I'm right at the beginning, you know, where Chummy arrives and she has to make her, her own uniform because she's a bit big. And then she falls in love. Uh, and there's that gorgeous boyfriend for Jennifer um, with that vintage car. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Oh, it's good and very, very, very soothing. And we're watching Succession, which is on, I think that's on Amazon Prime as well, actually. Um, so you have to pay for it, but it's blooming good. It's full of these vile characters, sort of loosely based, I suppose, on the Murdoch family, um, media family. And they're all so vile that you, you actually, you don't know who's, who's the most despicable. There's a bit of a competition, but it's very, very good. So, yeah, well, that's us done, isn't it? And um, I'm going to delve into the emails next. Otherwise, um, yeah, it's bye from us. So, gang, I've been looking at all the emails that have been coming in, and there's loads. I mean, at the risk of sounding like some terrible sort of DJ in a local radio station, there really are. Thanks ever so much. Um, people listening in, oh, you know, Colorado, New Zealand, Australia, Starbridge, uh, Yorkshire, loads of places, and um, lots of very, very cheery emails. Um, with, I tell you what, there's been a lot of talk on the emails, Jenny, Claire, about your comment that you made in episode 56, to be precise, about Conilingus and it being rather overrated. Now, that has been keeping people laughing quite a lot. And so much so that someone called Wendy, she didn't give us her last name, and you'll see why in a minute. Somebody called Wendy laughed out loud and laughed so much that she nearly wet herself she said well you know yeah join the club um interestingly wendy also said that she had to take a lot of supplies round to her aging parents and amongst the things that they wanted urgently dropped off at the doorstep was a bottle of gin a bottle of, of, of stones ginger wine and a box of tenor ladies you see so you know there you go wendy turning into your mum like we all do um, lots of people also admitting having a crush on Patrick, who presents Sewing Bee, because apparently Sewing Bee is coming back. Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. And yes, he's a bit of a pin-up, isn't he? And you know what? I think if we ever get an annual, which we bloomin' well should for the older and wider gang, eventually, you know, when we're out the other end, then maybe we'll have a little feature on Patrick. What do you think? The pin-up. Or maybe he could be on the front cover. I think that might be quite successful. Uh, lots of people wanting badges. I'm really sorry we haven't sorted out the badges yet, but we will do in the fullness of time um, when the post office is working and when we can get all that sorted. Um, and then finally, we what we'd love is we'd love to hear from you, please, gang, with some emails about what you're doing in lockdown that possibly you wouldn't normally be doing. And if you feel like sending us photos... Or just emails telling us about it. Photos to the Instagram, older and wider Instagram. 
You might have to put a hashtag there, older and wider, I think. Oh, I don't think I understand that, but Daisy did tell me. Um, or um, put it on the Twitter thing, you know, um, and um, do whatever you do to connect with us. Oh, do you know I am crap, aren't I? So, yeah, do that. And just a reminder that our email address is olderwiderpod at gmail.com. Olderwiderpod at gmail.com. So that's us for another week of lockdown. And um, thank you ever so, ever so much for listening and lots and lots of love. And look after your good selves. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.